Welcome to Chat With Us, the show that talks about all things health, wellness, life and business. I'm Rachel Dillon and I'm Emma Dillon and And this this is Chat Chat With With Us. Today, I have my brother and co-founder of CSB on the podcast. I am always excited for every guest, but it's going to be so nice to speak to my brother and to share more of him with you guys. Uh, Liam and I have and continue to do the dance that is we are family and we work together. Welcoming Liam. So welcome Liam. Thank you for having me. the podcast. He was not forced here, just so everyone knows. Yeah, no, I came on my own terms. (laughs) Um, So lots of you obviously know Liam. He is my brother. And I think a lot of you see a lot of our family content, lots of Emma, lots of mum, not as much of Liam. And that is because he's usually, he's a little camera shy. Yeah. I prefer to be in the background. (laughs) Let you and Emma and mum, mum seems to be loving it. I know mum's always like, don't post that. Yeah. And then she's like, did you post that? Like, Wait, can it. I see it? Yeah. <laughs> That's dad. Dad yeah. loves a photo. Oh, I love the photo. So I thought it'd be fun for our community to get to know you a little bit. For not sure. just, you know, in the lens of my brother, but also in the lens of what you do in CSB. For sure. It's a very hot topic. Yeah. The girls want to know. Yeah, I've been told. <laughs> so just to give a little background, I thought we could start with this question, then we'll go into a bit more about you. But what was it like growing up together and especially with two sisters? Yeah, you've asked me this a couple of times, I feel. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I had the best childhood. I think our parents, you know, and probably a big reason why we're so close now is because of all the groundwork that they kind of laid and all the time they spent with us and, and just kind of creating really meaningful relationships. I think it's easy with family to feel like you have to kind of love each other but yeah. it's actually to, for a lot of people they're not as lucky as um as we were where we had you know parents who really spent time and I think we kind of as siblings um that's all we knew we were mm. like you have to spend time you have to put in effort um and I feel like we're all similar but unique so we all kind of bounce off each other um you're probably well we're both very competitive <laughs> um whereas Emma is very much you know happy to go with the flow and I think you kind of have to have that and then um yeah, I'd say I'm probably a little bit calmer maybe than, than, than you and Emma. And I guess, yeah, we've all kind of bounced off each other. But I love my childhood. I, I mean, we tell the story. I used to, I used to cry when I was... Liam used to cry because yeah. he didn't want to grow up. Yeah, year four. <laughs> How Peter... old is that? Nine, nine years old? You wanted to year be four? Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, would, I remember I'd go to my room and be like, I just do not want to get older. <laughs> It sucks. And to be How honest, nice it was that? fair. Yeah, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> it does. It I does want to be young enough. again as well. Yeah. So, I, no, I love yeah. love my childhood. And um, obviously having two sisters was a massive part of that. And, um, I mean, I didn't know anything else, but I definitely enjoyed, you know, every moment. Do you think there are pros and cons from growing up with two sisters? Like, I know I've heard you say a couple of times you would have liked a brother. Yeah, I think, actually, I've thought about this from a... Um, sporting perspective I think if I had an older brother sometimes that can be helpful because you're competing against someone who's older than you so you often see a lot of younger brothers will excel in in like a sporting aspect so Mm. you know obviously when I wanted to play professional rugby cricket soccer Mm. um, everything everything, pretty much everything (laughs) um, maybe it would have been handy to have someone who was kind of putting the pressure on me Um, but no look I, I I don't think there's any cons I was I was lucky because I think some people don't get to see 
I don't know if it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but just the kind of, I was able to, yeah, to see the dynamic and also understand women. And I'm not saying I understand women well, (laughs) but um, I definitely think it was an advantage to, to be around women. And, um, and I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess there's, I can't really think of any cons. Yeah, I think you definitely, and something I love about having a younger brother is I think having sisters allows you, it sets you up Yes, you'll never fully understand women and that's the point, but <laughs> you, do, you definitely have an idea as to, you know, how to treat them, respect them. You've always been extremely respectful, whether it's be my, me, my friends. Um, yeah, for sure. But, you know, something also, having a younger brother, your friends, the people that you've chosen mm. in your life have always been super respectful to yeah. us too, mm. um, which I think... Well, there was a lot that had to be cut, <laughs> had to be cut loose. <laughs> I got a lot, if- of, a, lot of, a lot of shit early on um, for having to kind of, you know older sisters so um but yeah they were cut loose <laughs> they were gone <laughs> what does family mean to you and how do you think it's shaped the way you live um it sounds a bit corny but probably everything you know mm. it's kind of all you know it's kind of what you rely on it, it kind of forms your your kind of values um so as we just said like you know having parents who put into so much groundwork time um I can't remember a moment where I needed someone that, you know, I didn't, mm. I wasn't able to access. So for me, it's, it's just continuing to support each other. Um, life is hard and, you know, everyone goes through their ups and downs. So I think mm. having a, a really good backbone um, has just shown me that you always need to be there, whether you hate each other, um, you're having a good time. Like you, you just, yeah, you're always there for each other. And I think it's nice to know that you always have someone you can rely on or a number of people mm. that you can rely on. So, I mean, yeah, definitely, um, from a value perspective, it kind of is everything I know and, and everything I learned from mm. a young age. So I'm very appreciative, obviously, for, for that. Yeah, and so it's very much like a top value of ours. And I think that for sure, you, you, can't, you can't help but let that like spread through your entire life and all of the choices you make. I think it definitely shapes, yeah, everything sure. we do really. I don't think, yeah, we probably would have been able to go through mm. our like work journey without um, having those values because it obviously is very – and we'll probably chat, to, chat about that, yeah. but it can be testing at times. Yeah. So I think – without having that really close friendship and, um, and family relationship, yeah, it, it would have been, mm. probably wouldn't have been. Mm, possible. Liam, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I can. So born in Townsville, uh, born in 1995, so 28 <laughs> years old, which is a little bit upsetting. That's so uh, scary. Very scary. Because <laughs> um, you've always been so young to me. I know, and I've always felt like a 28-year-old is so old, and I'm like, I feel so sorry but for all the times. Like, you literally look 24 yeah, <laughs> in look, a good way. I just shaved, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so kind of grew up in Townsville, very fortunate to have, you know, a, a loving family. Um, had a very obsessive nature as a young kind of kid. So any sport I could play, um, I would. And if I played it, I would want to get be the best at it. I was very competitive. So whether that was table tennis, cricket, soccer, football, um, basketball, Honestly. whatever sport. What about um, skateboarding? Skateboarding for a while, yeah. Liam would work in season. So whatever yep. sport was in, Liam would get all of the gear. All yeah. of the gear, and he would spend every waking moment playing yeah. or performing that sport. Yeah. The only thing I wasn't <laughs> able to do was surf, and that was probably because we had, we, no, waves. We had no waves in the you know up in Townsville. So, um, so yeah, I then obviously went to, to to school, finished school, went to university in Brisbane at, at QT, um, studied a law degree, um, which I haven't kind of practiced, but uh, taught me a lot of, a lot about kind of organisation and, and time, and and then yeah, I. Kinda, Why law? Uh, I think, well, we were kind of, I think it's hard when you finish school, like you're mm. 17, you don't really know what you want to do, mm. um, but you kind of know or you're told, oh, you probably should go to university or, or kind of get a trade. So 
um, I probably wasn't much of a handyman, so I went to, to university and I guess, you know, dad kind of had studied and, and, and working as a lawyer, so I, maybe there was some unconscious mm. kind of, um, yeah, thought process that that yeah. was the right path. And I, I wasn't very good at English. I didn't love English. Mm. I, I actually always loved numbers and, and I was very much more on that side. So it's interesting that I ended up doing that, but it, it taught me a lot and um, I'm definitely glad I did it. But And you were in a firm for a little bit. Yeah, I worked yeah. as a paralegal, but just never, I guess, yeah, I was, I was kind of finishing my degree while I was working and then... Um, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. It was pretty <laughs> long hours and, yeah. Um, and yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't long the hours most doing, energetic yeah. environment. Um, but maybe n- like your passion wasn't exactly. For sure. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't my passion. And also you, you don't even understand, like you, you kind of scratch the surface in those positions. So you, you really don't even know what that world is. Mm-hmm. And to get to understand that is, is obviously takes long, long periods of time, mm-hmm. years. And um, so, yeah, anyway, I, I, uh, I finished up. Um, or I guess I finished my degree and I had a choice to make on whether I do my PLT, which is a post-legal training, to then become like a, a lawyer where you can kind of act and practice. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, there's another $10,000 at that time. You know, I was a uni student. So I was kind of like, oh, and then I remember you were kind of like, oh, it's really busy. I could use some some help. And I was like, oh, maybe I could come and give you a help for, you know, six months, 12 months while I'm working out what I want to do. And then obviously... Um, was this back... Was this Bodies, bodies for Rachel? Rachel yeah. yeah. So 20... 2018 yeah. so I think it was about four of us back then so we're working in that that house in, <laughs> in that room Guys, which we spent a lot of time in. literally all lived in this massive house and it was it was massive but it was just oh, it was not it. It was not it. It was cold it had no it was hot in summer feeling, cold in winter and it was just we had three dogs four at one stage wasn't and it? And a puppy. Oh yeah. and they were just Wing. not toilet trained <laughs> it was and we all lived in this house but then worked in this office attached to the house in this tiny little room. So yeah. it was it the aircon didn't work. There was a lot of tension, a lot of arguments. <laughs> um but yeah, so I guess did a bit of kind of customer experience and then quickly kind of got involved with like the financial side of things, which I really enjoyed and obviously you probably didn't enjoy as much. So it kind of worked well. And then it kind of grew and I guess like mm. it probably take two hours to go through yeah. how, how that evolved. But, wore, yeah. um, but then kind of a couple of years later, it was really exciting when we kind of started speaking about kind of Crop Shop Boutique and obviously your passion for um, for creating, you know, mm. kind of pieces and obviously my passion for just business at that stage and, mm. um, and just loving that entrepreneurial kind of mindset of just starting and just rolling with the punches and learning. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of that started in 2019, so kind of 12 yeah. months later. I always say, you know... I very much am at the forefront of the brand and, you know, lots of people don't understand the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes. And, sure. you know, I had, we had lots of ideas. Like, we, we still do. We, we love the idea of creating a product um, for females to empower them to be yeah. the, their best selves. Um, and I think when Liam and I both just decided to co-found um, CSB, we didn't really think it would be what it is today. It no was way. a bit of a passion project. For sure. It was more like hey, there's an opportunity to align potentially, you know, the community that was already built on the Move With Us side mm. to say, hey, like, you know, you, you're kind of working out. How can we provide you, you know, mm. as you said, um, clothes to make you feel kind of comfortable and confident mm. and, um, and it, you know, wanting to go to the gym and, and, and wanting to motivate them. So it definitely, when we, yeah, when we started, it wasn't like, oh, six years from now, we're mm. going to have a team of 40 people and mm. it's going to be this, at that stage, you know, yeah, it was a very different landscape. You know, Bodies for Rachel was kind of transitioning to Move yeah. With Us and, yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago, to be honest. I always like to ask this question because, you know, as a brother and 
back then, when I say back then, but it was back then, you know, social media was, when I say new to a degree, it was definitely newer than it is now. What were your thoughts around, you know, the fact that I would wake up every morning and I would film myself wearing my outfit to the gym and I was constantly filming and what was your thoughts around that? To to be honest, (laughs) I actually have thought about this before and I think this actually just shows how good and authentic you are at what you do is I loved it because for a long period, you know, I was in Brisbane, you guys were in Townsville, then you moved to Sydney. So I was following along, like I was following along, you know, what you were doing. And I was like, I love this. I love watching this. So as a brother, that could have been like, oh, it's cringy or corny or you stop trying to, you know. Um, But I was like, I I genuinely enjoyed watching (laughs) the content, keeping up with Nelly or, you know, what you and Emma were doing, mum, dad, like, Mm. so yeah, early on, I actually loved it. And, And obviously then it evolved and obviously I got a better understanding and, I think it's just been a part of your life for so long now that it's kind of just second nature. Yeah, getting um, a camera out around the family is like, it's very yeah, normal. Very, very normal. Yeah. yeah, if it's not out, it's kind of like... Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? And there was a couple of days I, I remember in, when we got to Europe, we were kind of where you were probably just taking a bit of time off yeah. and I was like, oh, like this is actually like pretty nice. <laughs> like we're all just, you know, really enjoying the moment. But, um, but obviously it's just such a big part of your life and obviously mm. um, the community love to kind of keep up to date. So completely understand you have to kind of, yeah, yeah, have to do that. So when we started CSB, obviously Liam was still very involved in Move With mm. Us at that stage. Um, a lot of our sort of attention was there. We For were sure. kind of like dabbling in the CSB journey. Obviously COVID hit, like a lot happened yeah. to kind of slow that process down, sure. I guess. Um, but what made you think, what made you want to back the idea of CSB? So at that stage, at that stage it was just wanting to back something new and trialing and learning. And obviously we'd had so many learnings from Bodies Rachel and, and Move With Us that we were like, well, why not try and kind of try, you know, try that again. And when I was young, I remember like, and you probably remember this and mum, if you're ever watching this, I'm sorry, but I would put on a t-shirt and if I wasn't comfortable, if, if I felt like, like I had this thing with my neck, it had oh, to feel yeah, tight around. And if it wasn't comfortable, I'd take my shirt off and I'd put it in the wash. <laughs> it was dirty. Even if it was on for one second. So mom, Liam went through like five shirts a day. I was eight years old. Mum was probably washing like 20 <laughs> shirts a week. Um, and I remember thinking about that and then thinking about, you know, as the brand kind of started to evolve and what our purpose was. And, you know, that is what drives me even today. And it's making you know, our community feel comfortable and confident and, and mm. it's such a huge part. And obviously, you know, in life you can get torn down in so many ways. And if mm. we can help someone put on a fit to go to the gym and work out, like that's just so rewarding. And mm. I think that's where we shared that passion. And mm. it was never about the numbers or, you know, how many orders or it was always about like how many people are we kind of touching. And, and that was the same with mm. Bodies Rachel and Move yeah. With Us. So it just felt like a natural evolution to kind of, yeah, take one step further with that customer and community member and, and really give them that holistic kind of over, over or process of, mm. of working out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, still very passionate about that. And if you speak to anyone in our team, like our customers are our number one priority. It For doesn't sure. matter which area you're in. If there's ever a problem, like our customer is our first thought. And I think having that spread throughout the business is like really, really important. Mm. And the fact that we're super aligned mm. on that is also something that – it's just never been of question. Like we do For what sure. we do because we want to, as you said, make someone feel when they put on a CSP fit, mm. feel good about themselves. For sure. And I guess this takes me back even earlier. So this is before I w- collaborated, as you guys know, early on, I collaborated with a activewear brand before CSP. Mm-hmm. But even before that, when I would wear these like, ridic- not ridiculous, but very different yeah. outfits to the gym. Yeah. Again, like I always wonder yeah. what, were, what was your thought process. Uh, yeah, there was probably a few moments there, like <laughs> Rachel's wearing, you know, bikini tops, 
And like when I say bikini tops, like a you know bandeau yeah, type yeah, yeah. type top to the gym. Um, and this gym in Townsville was you know it's not like the gyms are today. Yeah. You know it was very male dominated. You know um, you kind of you know Arnie was still like yeah. the poster boy of like what what people were kind of wanting to look like. So you can imagine there was a lot of people looking. And honestly, like <laughs> I guess at the time I was probably a little bit embarrassed, but it was kind of just like whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's maybe growing up with sisters that taught me to like who cares? Like yeah. you know if if someone wants to do what, mm. what they want, just let them kind of do and don't have to judge people for being a little bit different, a little yeah. bit out there. So, yeah, I guess it was probably a good learning in that sense. Um, but, yeah, I was probably a little bit embarrassed at the time. <laughs> Honestly, I look back and I think, like, I must have had a lot of confidence. For like, sure. go me, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wish I, wish oh I had God. that same confidence now You're to pulling just out do... the camera? Yeah. <laughs> filming. I was filming you. <laughs> like, it's just so embarrassing. Just but no shame. Yeah. But you know what? Like at the end of the day, it's like I loved that I just didn't let the noise of others affect me. And I feel sure. like in – and I always say this, but in the world we're in today, people want to put you in a box. And they don't really like sure. anyone who tries to step outside of that because it's like don't you dare to be different. But I For think sure. there's a lot that comes with being like – For sure. You know? And especially where we <laughs> grew ones. up, I think it was like more so being a bit of a smaller town. Like, Yeah. Yeah, definitely um, – yeah, I think you. Were, it was pretty courageous to be, to be yeah. honest. The the stuff that you would do, um, just because you were super passionate and, um, yeah, it's, it's and I guess it's pretty cool to look back on that you didn't let people kind of, yeah, mm. reduce what you wanted to do. So I know we talk about this a lot, but you know, obviously CSBs be- become what it mm. is today. It's like literally so much of our lives. Like yep. you can't even explain how much it consumes yeah. both of us. But how does it feel for you to see CSB out and about? Yeah, it's funny. I was actually having breakfast the other, I think like two days ago and I was sitting there on the balcony, you know, eating, you know, having a coffee and this girl walks past in like a crush set. And I was like, oh, like this CSB. And then like two minutes later, a girl walks past in like a two-tone and I'm just like, it's, it's just really cool. And particularly when you go to different parts of the world, mm. um, like we were in, you know, Capri recently yeah. and this lady was like, oh my God, you know, I loved your set. Yeah. She just absolutely loved it. She's like, where can I get this? And, yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, we just see people like kind of all the time. So I mean, you probably, it's something we'll probably look back on, um, but at the moment, like at the time, it's always hard to kind of be like, oh, you know, you probably have to slow down and really understand. You never get used to it. Yeah, you it's don't get like, used to it. I feel like that feeling, every time I see someone, I'm like, oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, and I feel like a bit <laughs> creepy because I'm like, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, she's doing me, but then I'm like, I'm not, like, I'm not looking. Like, yeah. I'm just, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, it can be, it can be funny, but it's very cool to see, um, particularly obviously in the Gold Coast, you, you see it kind of all the time. Okay. So the question that everyone's been waiting for, <laughs> <laughs> what is your role at CSB yeah. and you know, what else do you do outside of that professionally? Yeah. So, um, my role has evolved a lot over the years and um, I guess you go from wearing kind of a lot of hats, as you said, a lot of hats, like especially in the background. <laughs> a lot of hats. A lot of hats. Um, then you start kind of getting a team and, and I guess early on you were all always kind of marketing and brand and I was always kind of finance ops. So I think that was what allowed us to work really well mm-hmm. together and I think we really complimented each other and a lot of people have said that to us since. So many we, people <laughs> say it Because we, we clash <laughs> we but clash. also it's like this yin and yang that's really yeah. important and probably allowed us to, to kind of do mm-hmm. a lot of the things that, that we have. I but think the reason, although we clash, I think the reason we always come out the other side is because that purpose and that mm. those values are very aligned. Yeah, like we're not in different directions. No. We're just challenging each other yes. on what the best way kind of forward is yes. and... Um, but yeah, so I guess as of today, you know, that role evolved, but I'm really lucky now we've kind of brought in a CEO. Um, so I'm working really closely in a COO 
position, which is essentially the operations people and kind of finance function. I also have a little bit to do with products because of mm. kind of my journey and my understanding of, of the CSB product and how we deliver it. And then working very closely with yourself to mm. kind of craft that strategy and obviously work with, you know, Justin and yourself to craft mm. that strategy of what we're trying to achieve over kind of the next three years and then cascade that to the team. And I've certainly become very passionate about how I guess it used to be really fulfilling to do the work. Now it's really fulfilling to have the team do the work yeah. and see them accomplish great results and see how much or see how fulfilled they are. Mm. That's become a real passion. I think of both of us, which mm. if you went back four <laughs> years, you probably would never have thought that. Never, so yeah. yeah, my role's really become, how do I kind of be that that person who links, you know, that strategy to the team and mm. and really help them understand what we're trying to achieve and make them feel a part of it because they're, they're, they're a massive part of it and they all contribute daily. Um, and I'm a big advocate for making sure people can understand the holistic approach to what we're trying to achieve and you're not the just a, you're not just a clog in the machine like you're very much a big part and it's very important that we all kind of do our role in order mm. to kind of achieve what we want to achieve which is to hopefully make as many people feel comfortable and confident yeah. I probably sound like a bit of a no, tape recording no, but yeah it's um yeah it's become super clear and, and I'm I'm so stoked in the role I get to play in that at the moment and how when you say we work really closely together how would you best describe mm me our working relationship and be honest yeah for sure how we Very how tricky. we how we, <laughs> how we clash yeah so I get, again it's evolved yeah it, it's yeah. evolved it, it used to be very very difficult mm. because I think we both really struggled to understand each other yes. and our roles like we nearly we were in the same business but <laughs> because we were doing such different things it was like I was like, Rachel, what do you mean? What are you, what are you going on about? And you'd be like, what do you mean? Like, what do you? And I was like, well, it's actually, it makes complete sense what I'm saying. You're like, well, it makes complete sense what, what I'm saying. So I think what's happened over the last kind of 24 months, I think we've both really spent a lot more time understanding, I guess, what we're trying to achieve. And that's allowed us, I think, to work mm. and trust each other a yeah. lot more. And, and I think we've always had that trust, but it's certainly, um, from my perspective, like really understanding what we're trying to achieve. So then it's like, well, we don't need to have ad hoc conversations, you know, late at mm. night, which yeah. we probably still do sometimes, yeah. but, um, we've set more boundaries. We've set more boundaries because I think it's, it's easy to kind of keep moving and, and mm. not turn off and chase continued kind of perfection, which obviously doesn't exist. Mm. Um, but yeah, our working relationship has been tricky. I definitely wouldn't sugarcoat that. And I think if it wasn't for our relationship growing up, if it wasn't for the values that we both share, um, the family that, that we have, like, I, I honestly don't know if we would have been able to kind of mm. work together long term. So it's certainly proven probably to be one of the most difficult things mm. I probably had to do. I don't know what that's been like for you, but um, it's, very, it's been but also very rewarding. much an emotional roller coaster yeah. because you have so much love and care mm. for this person. Mm. Um, and then we both obviously have so much love and care for the business. So it's like and passion on, and passion. And yeah. we're both, and you know, every other, like every executive we get on or even mm. you know team member we often get that same response of mm. like I actually think Liam and Rachel work really well together <laughs> because we're so different um we're like what are you I saying do, <laughs> <laughs> which I do agree and I guess I want to give each other's opinion mm. of what how do you think I am as a leader and a colleague mm. how would you describe me yep and it can be yeah yeah, yeah um a bit for sure impulsive sometimes so I think what you are so passionate about is our customer and I think we share that passion so I can often understand where you're coming from, but then it can also be understanding the other 10 things that mm. happen mm. as a result of a decision. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just all of those factors that are getting, getting considered together. And obviously on a daily basis, weekly, monthly, that 
is difficult. So it's not necessarily someone's right or wrong. I really don't believe in mm. right and wrong. Mm. I believe in you make a decision and there's a reaction mm. and then you react to that, you know, and mm. you continue to move. So um, there's no silver bullet. There's no, and I think we had to learn that. And I think maybe for a little while you thought there was potentially someone we could just plug in and mm. the business would just kind of be perfect. And mm. I think what you've learned is that it's just continuous progress mm. and that's the best part. And the journey is the best part. And it sounds corny, but we'll get to the end and, um, and we'll look back and we'll probably try and start something else. Yeah. And, and, you know, because that, that kind of everyday hustle and I think it. we thrive in it and probably, yeah, just to kind of summarize, I think your, um, what you used to do is probably you're a little bit more impulsive and reactive mm. to things and you were like, the world's burning, mm. um, whereas probably like now you can be like, okay, well, from a more holistic yeah. approach, I can understand that maybe we, we didn't nail this, but how do we mm. get better? How do we get better again? Yeah, I think, you know, very like early on, not that long ago, <laughs> I very much had the mindset that if one customer had a bad experience, mm. I was like, oh, everything, like the, the business is burning down mm. sort of thing. But then it was like Liam always came in with, well, X amount of customers actually had a really good experience. Mm. So I really was very emotionally invested in the brand, but sure. sometimes to my own detriment. Um, also being the fact that I'm very brand and product focused mm. and Liam's very operations and number focused, sometimes justifying certain brand mm. <laughs> um, and product decisions is very hard because yeah. they're not always sure. super easy to measure. Yeah. And sometimes often it's it's a gut instinct. It's something For that sure. I'm like, I feel this in my, yeah. I know this is the right decision, For but sure. when I can't go to Liam with like a justification, obviously from his point of view, that can be very difficult. So something sure. I'm trying to do and mm. working on is just how can I better articulate the reasoning mm. behind my decisions For rather sure. than like 10 p.m. at night, we need to do this. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I've had to yeah. learn as well. Like that's something that, you know, I love. I know mm. I'm an advocate of, of fashion and I love the the, the, the market. So mm. I've definitely, I think, you know, I love kind of that aspect and I've loved learning, you know, and continue learning about that from yourself and, you know, mm. other team members. And um, I think it's something that has also made you, or, you know, allowed you to be very successful is mm. the fact that you, you kind of don't allow, like <laughs> no is not really an answer. And, it's not. Um, and I think because sometimes I'm so close to things and you mm. might be a little bit separated, that can also cause like I'm looking at things from a slightly different perspective to what 100%. you are. And, and I think, it, yeah, again, it, it's just that yin and yang relationship. Both are, are very important um, and it's just important to hear each other out. And, um, yeah, we've definitely gone through pages <laughs> where it's like, but this, but this, yeah. but this. It's like, yeah, we probably just listen and, and, yeah. then, and then work it out. And I always say it's funny, like if you if I think back to like when we started the business and even when I started Bodies of Rachel, you need to have a certain degree of naivety because For sure. if you knew everything, I, you would <laughs> you never do, do it. it. <laughs> so I think to my, like one of my strengths is mm. like when I do think something or when I believe it and that taking no for an answer, even like filming in my, my workout clothes, oh, you know, sure. that mindset, it's like, it's super important to have that in business because otherwise it's very easy to play it too safe. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you have, you have yeah. to be naive because yeah. it's a long journey. And yeah. even now, like if we think about like a lot of people are like, Oh, like, are you so proud of mm. where you've got into? And obviously you, you are, yeah. but it's like, well, we just feel like we're scratching the surface. Like yeah. we feel like there's so much opportunity, so mm. many things we don't even, you know, the day that we're like, we've done everything <laughs> we can do that we possibly have thought of. That'd be boring. But like it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, yeah. And like, we've said that on a number of occasions, like, I would be worried if we tried everything. Yeah. But it's like, there's like, every day there's like another thousand yeah. things that we haven't even kind of 
um, thought about mm. trialing. So mm. I do feel like it, it's just a constant evolution. Um, and I mean, you hear about it all the time, but it's not till you're in like a practical situation mm. that you kind of understand it. Like you hear people say it's all about the pro- process mm. and it's, it's only until you're kind of a part of something yeah. where you really kind of like, okay, I can now understand how that kind of metaphor analogy is, is kind of come about. I was saying this on an earlier podcast, but Toby always says to me, mm. you know, he's like, I would, cause he, he's sold his business. He's like, mm. I would die mm. to be back in your yeah. seat. You know, he's like, I'd love, like, sure. you don't appreciate what you've got Nelly yeah. until it's gone. And yeah. like, don't get me wrong. He'll have different like business oh, ventures sure. and et cetera. But it's like, in, and something we just spoke to Sue about enjoying the little things and actually enjoying the process is the best thing you can do for life for For your own like personal development and everyone has that Mm. personal evolution as well and you know for example toby he's kind of like gone through this journey so now he's on a different evolution of his journey so Mm. it's it's cool to kind of see those things because i've always been interested in people who are so passionate and Mm. deliver and, and create such an amazing business and then you know, they either kind of sell it or whatever yeah. kind of happens. And then it's like, well, what's next? And usually you kind of want to reinvest or start mm. something else. Mm. And it's like, yeah. why not just stay? <laughs> have a break. Yeah, have a break. Or keep the business. Yeah, keep, yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah. I mean, but again, yeah. it, it, everyone makes decisions for different factors. And yeah. um, I think it's when just you get cool to see. To business, everyone's like, so when are you selling? And yeah. it's like, why do you have to always look at business to yeah. sell? Well, what I think a you... lot of people look at it as a financial machine. Yeah. Like that's how yeah. a lot of people view yeah. businesses. Yeah. It's, it's an investment. And I think we look at it very differently to that where – very passionate about the customer, very yeah. passionate about the product, mm. um, how we deliver that product. Um, yeah, so I think we're probably not the, yeah. the normal. <laughs> the and I mean, there's probably more people yeah. like that now and you see that in younger generations mm. coming through. They're, they're passionate about things mm. and they started. But if you're thinking about like, you know, your 40-year-old yeah. kind of investors, they're, they're not mm. kind of – they probably don't care about what we care yeah. about um, yeah. as Different much. Different values. Different values, yeah. Um, and I guess I know you're going to struggle to answer this question and you're probably a little bit biased as am, as am I. But what makes CSB different in your eyes? Uh. I tried to explain this to someone the other day and honestly it's it's only impossible to explain. I feel like that's why it's a business because it's, a feeling. it's yeah, it's a feeling. It's the way that we create product, it's the way that we tell the story, we deliver that product to the market. Um, it's the passion that we have for our community. It's yeah, it's not one single thing and obviously we've had so many things impact where we've mm. gotten to today. Um, but yeah, it, it, I feel like it's like a bit of a secret sauce. Mm. Like there's a reason why, and there's a reason why every business has a business because Mm. they have a bit of difference to someone else. And that's why the customer kind of goes to them. So Mm. um, it's a difficult thing to answer, but I do believe the way that we craft product and the way that we deliver it with an end use and the story we tell and the education we provide um, and and, and the way that we make people feel Mm. um, and then the way that we service those people post that, that, that kind of transaction. Mm. um, I, I, I do believe that's what, kind of sets us apart at the moment love that what do you feel what do you wake up every day and love about the role you do oh every day is different yeah challenge yeah like when you get into business you know there's going to be challenges but you don't realize you solve a challenge and then there's another challenge you solve a challenge there's another challenge like there's just challenge after challenge after challenge and you I don't know if you have that kind of mindset and mm. I, I have mates mm. who are like I just want to go to work at 8 30 yeah. I want to leave at five mm. I, I honestly that's what I want and I, I have a lot of respect for yeah. every person in, in their working environment and, and what they want to achieve and for me it's waking up and not knowing and mm. and obviously it'd be nice to, yeah. to obviously continue to build out the team and have those longer term strategies but I also think that's what makes us unique and mm. we're agile and, and we move quickly and um and I think between us like we don't really say no to things and I think we make and find ways to make things work. So, 
I mean, look, I probably, I don't want to sound like a bit of a like, on you know, no, you know, you see, you, nice. you see those things, I but I, yeah, me. I just, yeah, it's just the challenges every day and, and not knowing, um, and not knowing what's going to be next. And We're sickos. Sickos. <laughs> very <laughs> obsessed, like addicted, addicted is the, it's probably not like, if, not if, we would, if we were doing it in any other situation, people would probably yeah. be like, you probably shouldn't be doing <laughs> that. But, um, but yeah. Has there been a moment at CSB that you kind of remember? Because I know we both struggle, Liam and I both struggle mm. to appreciate and acknowledge our cert, like success in the for business. Sure. For sure. We're always on to like, what's next, what's next? Yep. Yeah, I'm the worst. Yep. Uh, has there been a moment for you throughout this journey where you've really just stopped and been like, you know what, wow, this feels pretty incredible? I don't think I've stopped at the time, mm. but like I've reflected since and I think like there's been things like – delivering the first product I think you know reflecting on that was such an amazing step forward and I remember we were actually in Fiji on a family holiday and we were kind of like sampling and taking <laughs> photos and like I wish we had that content we probably do somewhere I we have to share so. that um I think the first bottom of body we did so a full set um the shoot with I think you and a couple of the team members on the beach um amazing amazing um and then the LA pop-up I think that was probably a bit of an eye-opener to me it was like a really a really cool kind of, um, I guess something just I never thought we would, mm. we would do. Um, so recently that probably was where I was like, wow, like we're really yeah. making traction. People are loving the brand globally. Mm. Um, we don't get to see that because of the fact that we're direct to consumer. Yeah. Um, and it was just amazing to connect with those customers. Um, the pop-ups are always, and same for yeah. Bodies by Rachel Move with us when we used to do the events, like having a thousand people, it was like, wow, like it, it really does mean something to a lot of people and that makes you feel fulfilled. Um, so look, it, it's always hard. I, I'm, sh- I'm sure at the end of the day, we'll look back, but I probably don't as much as I should mm. kind of stop and be like, oh, we're well, doing like, a good job. And even though it's like we can see, okay, X amount of customers are in the US or UK or wherever mm. else, actually meeting them in person sure. and having that connection, there's honestly never, there's nothing like it. For and sure. that's why definitely we have considered maybe one day, you know, a retail store or something along the lines For of sure. that. Um, I mean, yeah, because there's just nothing, there's honestly nothing like oh, it, having that. It's amazing. I think, and particularly for us, because we love that customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we did do something, we'd make sure that we did it really well. Really well. Um, yeah. It'd be an experience, I like to It'd have to be an experience, yeah. I'm thinking maybe private fittings. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. Um, so I want to take us back to, you know, you mentioned one of your highlights was early on. So when we were packing orders in the warehouse. Yep. You won't, Liam's very humble, so he'll never, he'll never talk to this, but Talk us through your other business, that business yeah. venture that you at, and yeah. how you went from packing orders yeah. down in the. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's a. It's a. I mean, it's a good story now, I guess. Looking back, but packing orders, um, and I guess I just ha- I love the logistics side of, mm. of things because I um, I'm a bit OCD, mm. and when I say that, I'm organised. So yeah. I love racks and I love products sitting there, mm. like seeing everything really neat and tidy yeah. and. And, and knowing inventory, like, it's sick. I, I know that's yeah. probably not very interesting to, to <laughs> the listeners. Um, so, so, yeah, we're packing orders and, and we were kind of all giving a hand. And then I was like, oh, it's probably time to move this to a 3PL, um, considering, you know, this mm. is the, the volumes are getting bigger. And then I was actually trying to find a 3PL and I went down to Melbourne. I met a couple mm. of bigger 3PLs. Um, and for, for those of you who are listening, I guess that's like a third-party logistics. So they store and pack and, and ship your product. Um and they were really rigid and I was like, this just isn't going to work for us because mm. we're flexible. Like we're moving quickly. We have no guarantees on product, inventory. Like we don't know if we're going to sell Especially out. early or, on, right? Particularly early on. Like we were late. We often launched stuff and mm. the, the product would be arriving <laughs> that day and, and they weren't able to sell ahead and, and all these things. So 
um, I was really struggling to find a partner mm. and, and, um, and then I was kind of like, oh, Rachel, like I'm actually thinking maybe I could start a 3PL and, and kind of help service, you know, particularly CSB, but even Move With Us had, you yeah. know, gym equipment that needed to be done and, um, and you were kind of like, what do you mean? Like <laughs> you were kind of like, whatever, like, <laughs> like probably not thinking at the time, like it was very serious. And then, and I had a, I had a really good mate who actually was helping us on his days off come and pick and pack orders. And I kind of said to him, I was like, mate, like, I think there's an opportunity here to start a 3PL and... When you um, say good mate, you've known each other since what? You five were? years old. We're playing yeah. basketball together. Yeah. We've got a photo of like a headband. So um, cute. Yeah. Um, so he was kind of in a bit of a crossroads of his career and I was kind of like, look, well, would you be keen to kind of work on this together? I don't have time. I was obviously very invested in, in Move With Us and Crop Shop and I was like, I have no time, but I know that this will work. And to his credit, he, he took a pun and... He was down in, in this small shed in Corumban, um, packing orders by himself for kind of six to 12 months. You know, he, he would often have a couple of people come in to help, but he was really running it. And, and I have to give him a lot of credit because I don't know how he kind of did that. And yeah, since then, obviously the, the, that brand has kind of evolved and grown. I think we nearly have kind of 30 kind of clients now that we're fulfilling for. So it's amazing to kind of see that growing. And I've been able to apply some of the learnings that I've had from Move With Us and Body, uh, sorry, and NCSB to, to him and, and to that business. And they're kind of going from strength to strength and we have an amazing team. And what I love about that team is I don't get to spend much time with them, but I hear a lot about mm. them and, and 90% female, mm. um, love the product, love the, what they do. And, um, and I love the fact that in an industry that is male dominated, um, we have an amazing team mm. of women who, again, comes <laughs> back that. to our values yeah. of, you know, yeah. making her feel comfortable and confident. And I go out there and they're all wearing their CSB, they're packing <laughs> orders. They, they do an amazing job. And mm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm a bit biased, but lucky to yeah. have them as a, as our partner and um, and obviously, yeah, I've been stoked to kind of be able to just apply my trade in a mm. slightly different industry, a service-based industry, mm. very different business model, very different margins, et cetera. So, um, and really like the amount of time you need to give to it and for how successful it is, is like amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like an hour a yeah. week, I yeah. kind of, we jump on a call. It's pretty informal, probably yeah. should be. Um, but yeah, we're, it, it's cool. Cause we also get to do a couple of things mm. um, together yeah. that, that, you know, maybe we wouldn't be able to do. So, um, no, it's been, it's been a, again, another journey and something that I have huge aspirations for and I'd love to continue to see yeah. that grow. But I was going to say, you're probably getting pretty full, but I anyone know. Ne- yeah. needing 3PL, it's e-commerce. And from a brand perspective, like looking at through the lens of CSB, having someone handle that side of mm. the business is honestly, oh. it's life-changing. Because sure. really... Even me, yeah. I would hate. That that would yeah. become that would fall under my function if, yeah. if we did that in house. It's an extra 30, 40 people you're managing. But rostering. really, they're two businesses, so yeah. it does require its own team. Now. Yeah, like it's different, it's, different. Like yeah, you you're not I mean? in the same space. Yeah. And the teams are disconnected. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's been life changing for us. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they yeah. look after it because there's a lot of headaches and a lot of stuff that they go through. Um, that I'm glad we don't have to handle in house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so been been stoked with where that is. But I'd yeah, hopefully we can look back and, and see that one grow grow in the future as well. What's next for the brand? Like where, and people always ask me this, so I'm <laughs> so happy to ask you this. Yeah. Where do you see CSB in three to five years? Yeah. I mean, as I, I kind of, if, if you're listening, I feel like we're just scratching the surface. I really do believe that. And I feel like um, just as excited and invigorated and passionate and motivated now that I, as I did five years ago. And mm. um, I honestly believe that, I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, but I think physical activations, connecting with our cu- our customer and our community, um, continue to, to to expand our product and 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 I guess the 
the categories that we serve mm. and um, and also I think, you know, just accessibility. And I mm. think we're going to get more accessible for, for more for more parts of the world because yeah. um, at the moment it can be difficult with different mm. things. Um, so very excited, a couple of projects that we're kicking off. But um, we'll be spending a lot of time in the US next mm. year. So if that's a hint. Mm. Um, but yeah, exciting partnerships. You know, maybe Nike on the, you know, maybe a collab <laughs> with Nike. No, but yeah, I think there's a lot. That's um, your goal. That's my goal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of exciting yeah. things that, that we're working on. There always is. Um, In the next three, 12 months though, if you get to choose w- one, one thing, thing that you're most excited for. That was a really good answer. Um, so the one thing that I think everyone needs to keep their eyes peeled for is a collection dropping in April mm-hmm. that can take you anywhere in the world. So mm-hmm. don't give too much away, but that's something that, I kind of have seen you guys do an amazing job on. I think it's one of the tightest briefs and mm. um, and I'm really excited because that is obviously yeah. part of my job is making <laughs> He's sure. He's excited yeah. because it's refined. It's refined and I think I think the customer, the community, they're going to they're gonna absolutely love it. Um, so I can't wait. And I guess that speaks to um, how far in advance do we work on things? I think that's <laughs> really nice for people to know. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, we're working on like nine month lead times. Like mm. if it's something new, like a new fabric or a new category, like you're looking 12 months plus. So mm. it's, and I mean, look, any kind of product based business is in a similar sum, you know, fast fashion businesses mm. can work a little bit quicker. Um, but I mean, we pride ourselves on delivering like the best product. We talk internally about being product obsessed. Mm. So that to us is, we want to make sure that that end use is so tight and our customer and, and our, and our team understand why we're delivering that product. So yeah, we're working nine to 12 months out, but then, you know, we're also changing because we're getting, we're learning daily and, and we're kind of altering and, um, and if our head of product is listening <laughs> to this podcast, we've definitely given her a few headaches, yeah. um, particularly yourself, <laughs> but I think it's for the best. It's and I think, true. I think as long as, you know, we always make the decision with the best interest mm. at heart, we can always kind of try and make it work. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's honestly an unhealthy obsession as to how perfect I like or how much oh. I want to perfect product. Yeah. And I think it's a strength, but also a weakness because it can definitely, you know. Well, I think it's something I, I really admire. I think mm. your like ability to kind of just not be okay. Like mm. the right thing to do is always the thing right to do. Thing and, to do yeah. um, and I think you, you kind of live by that. Mm. And I think it's really important because it's very easy. And it's a really, really slippery slope mm. as the business grows, as the team evolves. If you don't kind of stay and, and keep those core kind of values right. and the, that DNA you kind of just become like like everybody. Yeah. So it's one of the hardest things to do as you grow. So. I was going to say, saying no actually becomes, as your business is growing, one of the yeah. most difficult things to do because it's more important. What you're saying yes to is more important. Like it has to be refined. It has to less be... Less is more. Less is more, another value. Yeah. <laughs> we really, yeah, prior, prioritise ruthlessly. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah. We're very much understanding just how, yeah, how important it is to be... For sure. Well, there's just yeah. thousands, like there's literally thousands of opportunities yeah. and every, you have to remember every team member has past experiences and mm-hmm. things that they would love to trial. So it's just when you kind of add all those up, um, mm-hmm. we can't do everything. We only have a certain amount of bandwidth. Um, but I think we're doing a better job of that as we, as we grow and we get mm-hmm. um, with that strategy. I think that really helps kind of, kind of allows you to kind of go, well, that's great. Let's put it in the kind of ideation kind of bubble yeah. um, and let's like attack it when, when we have an opportunity. And if we want to push something out, we can, we can bring it in. Um, but I think we're still working on perfecting that, yeah. that rhythm. We've come along, we've we come add in a lot. <laughs> a lot is added. Yeah. I guess my question to you to end this is you obviously made a big decision mm. leaving law and choosing to, mm. you know, go and immerse yourself in something that you didn't know whether or not it would yeah. work. 
to anyone out there who may be in a similar position, how did that decision change your life and how was making it? I think making it was, wasn't as difficult because it wasn't long term. Mm. It was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll come down for six months, like mm. maybe 12 months. Like it was never something that I thought like mm. 10 years time or, you know, six yeah. years time I would, I'd be doing. So the decision itself wasn't as hard, but I think for anyone out there who's really passionate about something, like never, something I learned from you is mm. it's not about money and the money and, and things that you might achieve throughout mm. the journey it isn't what you look back and reflect on. Mm. Like it's about being passionate and often if you're passionate, you'll make it work. Yeah. Um, and I think I've had a lot of friends who've, who've started business and they're like, oh, I, I really want to try and make cash, whether that's drop shipping. And um, they kind of fail at the first hurdle and because they're not passionate, they mm. give up. And it, mm. I think that's the biggest thing. I was lucky to come into a business that, although it sounds strange that I was passionate mm. about women's kind of fitness because I had mm. older sisters who kind of inspired me. I was like, I wanted to inspire others and I wanted to help inspire more people. Mm. So, I mean, look, I don't know if, yeah, that go probably, yeah, yeah. I, I think you got to go and for so it. And so how did that decision impact your life, I guess? Well, it's impacted it yeah. dramatically. Yeah. Like I'm, I love what I do. I love that I've been able to share that with my family. Mm. I love that I've been able to share that with one of my close mates. And now I've seen his journey and, and the way that he's kind of thinking about the world. And, um, and I mean, yeah, I think it just allows you to kind of look at the world in a slightly different way. Mm. Um, and also enjoy it because we all know that life moves quickly mm. um, and you kind of – my big thing is I, I used to get uh, I used to get this sick feeling on a Sunday night. Mm. I don't know if you got yeah, this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got school tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, I never want to work in a job where I feel sick on a Sunday night. Mm. And that was before, you know, you were doing whatever. Like mm. if this was back when I was, you know, studying and I was at that law firm and I had that feeling and I've never had that feeling. Mm. I haven't had that feeling in six years. So – as long as I don't have that feeling, I feel like I'm doing the right thing. And, and if I start to, that's kind of how I gauge, yeah. you know, um, I guess whether I'm kind of happy in, in what I'm doing. Um, and then also just making sure you have kind of a way to relieve stress and mm. everyone does that in a slightly different way. And I find physical kind of exercise the best way to do that. And All right. Well, thank you so much, Liam. This probably won't be the last podcast you will attend because this was, I loved this. This was awesome yeah. to actually have you, you know, speak and to hear your side of things. It's always nice to have a different perspective. So thank you for coming on. The community will love this. For sure. I, I've actually enjoyed it. I was a little bit nervous, I have to say, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I've really enjoyed it. It's actually been quite, feels quite natural, the yeah. conversation and um, I've been told, and I'll be interested if the listeners agree with this, but I've been told that I have a very calming voice. So ah. I don't know if that's true, but I've, so a couple of the team members <laughs> like, Liam, you should out. do a, you should do a podcast. Like your voice is so calm. I'm like, really? Like, you know, when you hear your own voice, it sounds you have like a calming voice. Well, it'd be it's interesting. We like, can put that to the list. If you get this far, yes. let us know. Yeah, let um, us know. <laughs> but thanks for having me. I've, I've really enjoyed it. And obviously, um, I mean, we see each other every day, but it's been nice to chat in yeah. a in a reflect like, to be nice to reflect yeah, to reflect, yeah. yeah. we'll look back on this one yeah we will awesome. thanks for coming on lee